Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent Disney bride Kirsten Seuss about her wedding at the Four Seasons Resort on property at Walt Disney World. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear about her wedding and how she incorporated Disney elements and how it all turned out. Welcome, Kirsten. Hi! Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm really excited to be on the show. That's great. I'm excited to share your story. I'd love to start at the beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided you wanted to be married at the Four Seasons. So I have always been in love with Disney, and I told him, I was like, you know, I know you love me, so you understand how big of a Disney fanatic I am, so I hope you are accepting the fact that I want to get married there. And luckily, I found somebody that was just as big a Disney fan as I am. So that was definitely, we wanted to get married at Disney, so we started to go shopping around, and we just fell in love with the Four Seasons, and the fact that we could have an outside area and an inside area, which went perfectly with our theme. That's great. So how did your friends and family react when they found out that your wedding was going to be at Walt Disney World? Was it a surprise or totally natural? Some of them were surprised, but ones that were closest to me were like, oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but they were really, really excited. And a lot of them were like, oh, I'm planning our family vacations around it. And, you know, so they stayed there the whole week, which was nice because the people that stayed a week before we got to really hang out with before and to people we haven't seen in a while. So that was that was really magical. That was really nice. Oh, that's great when everybody gets on board with the idea of it as a vacation. Yes, definitely. Definitely. How many guests did you invite and how many ended up making the trip? So we invited probably around 170 and about 120 came. So that was pretty good. Considering, you know, the travel for some people were from all the way from Michigan, from California, they came. And that was just really wonderful that they made that journey over there. But also nice that they made family vacations out of it. So that was good, too. Definitely. And are most of them from Florida or really just spread out? Most of them are from Florida. So that was actually a nice midpoint for a lot of them to get, you know, right there. So like, oh, some people from Jacksonville, some people from Tampa, some people from South Florida. So that was like a nice midpoint for most people that came. Got it. Okay, cool. So then which venues at the Four Seasons did you choose for your ceremony and your reception? The wedding was actually off-site at Corpus Christi Catholic Church. And then the reception was at the Palm Ballroom. And we used the the Palm outside. They have a little um, grass area. So we got that whole space, which was really nice because it made it really private. Um, We didn't have any foot traffic or anything. And it just... It was really, really lovely that we had outside area, but it's summer, so we also had the inside air-conditioned area. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's a great point. I always love to ask couples who do an off-site Catholic service and combine it with an on-property Disney wedding, how did you decide? Because I know there are a couple avenues. Some people get married first, 
Some people do like you and they actually go to a church in the Orlando area and then some people have a convalidation ceremony. How did you decide what to do? Well, I think that to my husband and I, it was really important to get married to Catholic Church. And we did consider two ceremonies at first, but then we found Corpus Christi and it's, you know, the location is great that it's right next to Disney. So my um, family and friends didn't have to travel that far to get to the reception area. So that made it very convenient. And uh, we decided that would be the best option. That's cool. And did you provide any kind of transportation or were people local enough that they could make their own way? We didn't provide transportation. That was a consideration at first. But luckily, we just had a lot of people that came from Florida. So a lot of them actually carpooled together, uh, which made it very convenient. Oh, that's great. Yes. You know, it helped a lot with our friends who was a lot for them to come to the wedding uh, by carpooling together, getting rooms together. That helped a lot with expenses as well. Definitely. Yeah. So did you use the Four Seasons recommended vendors for floral photography, all of that, or find your own? We actually found our own. We uh, went on Wedding Wire. We did look at their suggestions, too. We did go on Wedding Wire and um, The Knot, and we found some people end up uh, signing up with Regina Hyman, the photographer, and she was wonderful, very wonderful. I would highly recommend her. Um, Her and her husband did such an amazing job. Greg and I, my husband, are so in love with our pictures. They just turned out amazing. I would also recommend Flowers by Leslie. She was wonderful, um, very creative, which my theme, which was a mad tea party theme mixed with Mary Poppins uh, tea party. She just got really creative with it, made little hats for my cocktail hour, and then also helped us with the flowers for my bouquet and made it really fun, which is what we wanted. So she was wonderful, too. Our DJ, uh, Chuck Johnson, was amazing, highly recommended all over Orlando. We were just really happy with all of our vendors. And Sonia from Sonia Bryles, she was great, too, to help us with the day of and fixing my makeup when it needed to be. (laughs) That's great. Tell me a little bit more about how you combined a Mad Hatter theme and a Mary Poppins theme. Like, what sort of details did you have? At first, I had to get people on board because they were like, "Mm, you're trying to mix two movies. How would that work out? But I have always loved Mary Poppins. Love Mary Poppins. When I was a little kid, I was watched that all the time. And I still guiltily watch it as much as I can. And I really loved Alice in Wonderland. And the crossover between the two was a fun tea idea. And so I took elements from the Jolly Holiday scene in Mary Poppins and mixed them with elements from the Mad Tea Party scene in Alice in Wonderland. And so basically making it a Mad Tea Party. My cocktail hour was more themed to Mary Poppins because Mary Poppins was present. Disney events, I work with them. So we had Mary Poppins, we had the Mad Hatter, and we had Mickey Mouse. It was really fun. All the guests had so much fun. And uh, Mary Poppins was, of course, very proper and prim. And my Mad Hatter was so much fun making jokes with all the guests. That was, he did a really great job. And, of course, Mickey Mouse is Mickey Mouse, and he's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you space out Mickey Mouse and the Mad Hatter during the reception, or did they come at the same time? So we had Mary Poppins for the first half an hour of the cocktail, and then we had the Mad Hatter come in right before people entered the reception so that people could take pictures with him. And then Mickey came after dinner, and he came on the dance floor. They played, um, oh, Mickey, you're so fun, and he did a whole dance. And I had I have a lot of little cousins and stuff, and so, oh, my gosh, they 
just loved it. And uh, I was five too. I play, I've danced with Mickey and I had a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, we wanted our guests to have a fun time and have if you get married on Disney property. It's, I mean, it's really fun to have a Disney character come. So. And did your coordinator at the Four Seasons arrange that or did you need to work directly with Disney events? So the way it worked is that we told Four Seasons that we were interested in getting Disney characters and they put us in touch with a person at Disney events. And then we went over there and coordinated times and um, what characters we wanted there. You know, I needed to specify that I, you know, wanted Mary Poppins in her Jolly Holiday outfit, of course. And, you know, Mickey Mouse, I wanted him to be in his tuxedo best because it's a wedding. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so you set it up all there and uh, they rearranged the times. And so they have a person there with the character to make sure everything goes okay. They did a really great job and the characters were really awesome. And they had my, all my guests love taking pictures and talking with the characters. So it was fun. That's great. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline for your day? So we started out really early. We had to get up and we had to get all our hair done and everything like that. And we had to get our makeup on. So I had my flower girls wake up really early. <laughs> the poor things. They were so tired. But, um, you know, we had to get up and get ready and. We got to the church probably around 10.25, and with the ceremony starting around 11. We probably got done around 12-ish, and then we had an hour break before the cocktail starts, so that way people could stay for pictures at the church, and they didn't feel rushed. We also had a lot of families with younger children, so the good part of that hour break was that some of them actually wanted to go back to their hotel maybe get some extra things they needed for the kids or, you know, the kids could take a break, take a breather since it's really hard to sit so patiently in a church when you're that small sometimes. And they did a good job, you know. The good thing is that we got discounted rooms at the Riverside Port Orleans and we got discounted rooms at the Four Seasons. So that was really nice that on their way back to the Four Seasons for the reception, they could take a break at the hotel. That's interesting. So you just set up a room block through Disney, or how did you get the discount at Riverside? We did a group rate, and which is helpful when you're working with Disney events. And they put you through to a person. You say, I need a group rate, getting married on Disney property at the Four Seasons. And uh, so they say, okay, so this is how many people have to book the rooms. And you, you can also request special rooms. So if you need something on the first floor because you have somebody that wants to be on the first floor or if you need a room that has a capacity for five, for those families of five, you can ask for a certain amount of those rooms to be blocked as well. And it was really helpful for some of those families with five, you know, and uh, they could all stay in one room and they didn't have to worry about finding something because I already had rooms put aside for them. Great. So my reception started around 1 o'clock for the cocktail hour, and then at 2, the actual reception started. Greg and I missed most of our cocktail hour, taking pictures, of course, but it was really nice that they gave us a little refresher, and we got to eat some of the delicious little appetizer stuff that they had. The food at the Four Seasons was amazing. Over the top, it was delicious. Our cake was really, really awesome. We made a special request for a certain design, and we actually had teapots on it, where the top part of it was an actual teapot, and that was really fun to go along with our theme. We very, very good at putting stuff together for our theme. We had a uh, picture area with a little white table where people could do props and act like they're drinking tea with little funny hats. We had a giant pocket watch 
Uh, my sister made a beautiful painting. We had toppling teacups as our centerpieces with flowers pouring out of them. And then our florists worked with us to make little hats for the uh, cocktail tables with little flowers on it to correspond with more of the Mary Poppins theme. Um, so our guests really enjoyed the Got to see some of the decorations around. Um, they got to have fun outside. We actually did, just like in the Alice in Wonderland movie, we did a outside croquet game with flamingo little mallets. <laughs> and we had uh, little hamster balls. They had to, um, and we had cards. And so they had to use the flamingo mallets and get the little hamster balls and actually play real Alice in Wonderland um, game. And uh, the kids loved that. Where did you find flamingo mallets and hamster balls? <laughs> Etsy, actually. Um, there's a woman that actually makes them on Etsy. And um, you can specify what color you want. And then we, for the cards, we bought a giant um, pack of cards on Amazon. And we made where the balls would go under there perfectly. So the, uh, the, the kids loved that. And then we also had um, a lot of the giant cards where they could actually build houses or play a giant card game in the yard. And uh, working with my sister and my mother, we really get creative. And we even made a giant pole with different signs outside that say, oh, this way to the tea party. Or they said, oh, down the rabbit hole. And we had the signs pointing in different directions like Alice in Wonderland, too. Wow. And so the inside is where the characters, they got to meet the characters. That's where they got, the people came around with the different appetizers. And then when the reception started, they all came in. Um, I had, uh, the, everyone was seated at a certain table, but I didn't get them specific seats the way they can sit next to who they want to sit next to. I think that was important to put tables together, but I didn't want to give specific seating, so I figured as long as you know you're at the table, you can sit where you want. <laughs> um, yeah, they came in, and we started off with everyone just sitting down, and then we had the introduction with the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. We played the song It Takes Two, which is a fun song to come into. Um, my our, our my bridesmaids and uh, Greg's groomsmen had a fun time with it. They got sunglasses and had a fun time, you know. We wanted to party. We wanted to have fun. That was the whole point. And uh, we came in, and then after the fun part, uh, Greg and I had a choreographed first dance. Wow. We actually got lessons up here in Atlanta, and... Uh, you know, we really appreciated too with our song that um, "Smile" by Uncle Cracker is our song, and uh, that's been our song since we started dating. When we started dating in high school, wow, it was really special. And then after that, we did a cheers and a toast and all that. And then we did uh, right after that, I did the father and daughter dance, which was choreographed as well, but in a more fun way. My dad and I have a fun relationship, you know, we like to be goofy together, so we started off with a nice Rascal Flats, uh, My Wish song, and then halfway through the song, it split up into three different songs where we did crazy dances that we choreographer helped us with, we did uh, Dance of Cadoro, um, It's Going Down for Real, and we did Uptown Funk, and that was really fun, um, <laughs> and all of our guests started out, they were just like laughing and we were put the sunglasses on, we we had a fun time and everybody was like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. And, you know, we had videos and stuff. I was like, I'm going to be one of those people on YouTube with the father-daughter dances on there. But uh, we had a blast and then that was lunch. And then after that, uh, we went into dancing and that was really fun. And then after some dancing, we did the cake and then did a little bit more dancing and then that was it. That's great. 
where did you find a choreographer to help you do these dances? So the one in Atlanta, actually, we found her on a Groupon ad, and she just, it was, um, you pay $60 and you get four lessons. And they were hour each. Wow. And then we paid for two additional lessons after that, which she gave us a discount on. So that was really good. And then the other one, we searched, my dad and I searched around in South Florida, so we could find one down there. And uh, so I had to, <laughs> I met with a choreographer in Atlanta, and I met with one in South Florida. <laughs> um, so when uh, my husband and my father were like, oh, we have to try to memorize the dance, I'm like, I have to memorize two. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they were both really, really great. They, it was really fun, you know, to do something different. Greg and I like to do traditional things, but we're also non-traditional. We like to have fun. And so for us to do choreographing was really fun because not just typical, you know, put your hand around the other person and just slowly move around. We actually got, he, you know, twirled me on the dance floor and we got some really fun different, you know, foxtrot kind of moves in there and swing in there. And it was really, really awesome. We And uh, my dad and I had some fun, you know, moves they made us do. Like, you know, we did a little bit of salsa and, uh, we did some fun moves, um, set moves for the Uptown Funk song. So it was really fun. I hope you have a video of this. <laughs> <laughs> I do. People took videos. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so did you plan any additional events around the wedding? Well, the good thing is that we had a lot of people that came in before the wedding. So we got to meet up with them in Disney Springs. There's so many things to do there. Um, so that was nice to meet up with them. So nothing formal, but we... And Van said, hey, we should go to Footsville and do some bowling with some of our family friends from around of town. Or we should get dinner with so-and-so, you know, in Disney Springs. And it was nice to meet up with some family and friends before the wedding and some after as well for breakfast, you know, around the area. So it was really nice to have the people that we don't see a while and take the opportunity to meet them around town, not just at the wedding and the reception. Got it. So what were the most important aspects of your wedding where you focused most of your attention and budget when you were planning? We definitely wanted a a good photographer. So that was really important for us. We wanted to make sure that we had, you know, really great pictures. So when we found Regina, we were just so happy because she was so great. And she just really came through some amazing pictures. You know, we're putting a lot of effort into the day. Definitely want to get it captured. She did a really good job of um, capturing some of the decorations that we took a long, long time to work on. That was probably the most time-consuming. We did a lot of DIY stuff. But it was worth it because no one else had what we made. <laughs> so we even had fake white roses and a vase and um, painted the roses red. And we had a wet paintbrush with red on it, like someone was painting them. Wow. Um, and that was really fun. So we had some unique things um, that, you know, we did ourselves that really took from the movies. We had a cane that was um, Bert's cane. We had a, you know, a Mary Poppins looking hat. And we even had a stuffed penguin for the prop <laughs> area. Uh, we, we really, we had a Cheshire cat for the prop area. <laughs> so we, we took pride in, you know, really being, really looking at the movies, watching the movies repeatedly and taking elements and putting in there. That was probably the most time consuming, but very rewarding too. Great. What aspects were less important where maybe you saved some money or saved some time? I think that, not time, but money doing our own thing as far as decorations saved a lot of money than just buying it off, you know, maybe Amazon or Etsy. 
some things we did because I I um, wasn't up to carving out the flamingo mallets myself. Um, <laughs> so that was nice that somebody would do that for me. Um, but uh, some things was worth doing ourselves, so that saved on money. Um, decorations, we did our own centerpieces for the reception. Even though we had flowers put in by flowers by Leslie, we didn't make the structures of the teacups. My mom mostly did that, um, which was really nice, and we did a really good job um, of making it look like they were toppling, so that was really fun. Um, as far as uh, time, I would probably say getting things done in advance helped a lot as far as picking out um, vendors um, because I know that that can be really stressful the more time you wait as far as people getting booked up and everything. And I would definitely recommend people to try to book those vendors in advance because I didn't realize even in advance how quickly they get booked up sometimes. So it was good that we did that in advance and having that out of the way made things a lot easier when it came to all the little things. That's a great tip. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? It might sound corny, but um, seeing my husband at the altar was definitely my favorite part of the day. He is definitely my soulmate, and um, I was just so happy to marry him. And just seeing him smile back at me, that was that made the day. And just spending the day with him and our limo ride on the way back to the reception, you know, we were, uh, we toasted our champagne glasses, but we were like little kids, like, hey, we got married. <laughs> so much fun, um, you know, and uh, just sharing the day with him, you know. And it's funny when you think about your wedding, you think about everybody else, but on the day you still you think about other people at the wedding, but you really focus on your significant other. And I was just really happy to marry him, and we just had a blast that day with all our friends and family, and especially with each other. That's wonderful. So did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Yes, actually. So we're so happy that we found flowers by Leslie because we had to fire our first florist. (laughs) Unfortunately, the florist that we originally went with, the person that was in charge of our file decided to quit the company, and they lost the file. And then I was in panic mode, <laughs> um, and luckily, I, and it was more like a three strikes you're out. We gave them a chance to make a new file. Then they messed everything up with the contract. They even got the wedding date wrong, <gasps> and I was very stressful. Um, and I tried to give them chances, but it was more like a okay, it's getting closer to the wedding date, so we're done now. <laughs> Go find somebody else. So. My mother, my sister, my grandmother, and I made an emergency trip to Orlando to find a new florist, and that's when we found flowers by Leslie, and she was so great. She made me feel a lot better, um, and I really love her creativity because she even sat down and watched the Mary Poppins movies so she could get some ideas, too, and for a florist to do that, that was really great, you know, to her to say, oh, I watched you know, the movie, and, you know, so I can get some ideas. I'm like, oh, so, so nice. <laughs> she actually watched the movie um, for inspiration to help us with that. Um, so, you know, even though it turned out bad at first, we had to fire a florist, you know, I'm really happy that we ended up with her. Thankfully, all my other vendors came through and were wonderful. So, <laughs> But that was the only thing. Um, just making sure, my advice would be to make sure that they keep your file, that they have everything right in the contract. Otherwise, if they do, my advice is they're not right for you and find somebody else right. as quickly as you can. <laughs> right. Huh. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Yes. I would say that 
when you're playing the wedding, like I said, you focus on yourself, but you also focus about your guests and you want them to be happy. And you think about when I'm doing this, what are they doing? And at the end of the day, they're there for you. And so I did make games for the kids. I had a kid's room. I did forget to mention that earlier. I actually rented out a space next to the Palm Ballroom. It was included, actually. And I made it a fun kid's room where there's a lower table and the kids could color and play little games in there, and which was really good for the kids. I think that I worried a lot about what everybody else was going to do. And later on, I realized, you know, they're there, they dance, they're fine. (laughs) They're there for you. They'll take pictures, they'll eat, they'll talk. And also about who you're going to invite. I think that's always like a thing. It's like, oh, if I don't invite that person, I'm going to send that person. Or, you know, if I invite that person, that means I have to invite that person. And at the end of the day, I finally came to terms with, it's my wedding day, and, you know, I do have a budget. I can't invite everybody. <laughs> and people that weren't invited understand, you know, if you explain to them, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, this is it's only going to be close family and friends. You can't please everybody and that, you know, it's your day, and other people will understand. They're not going to hold it against you. You have to relax and take it as it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known then? that weddings are a little more complicated than they think they are. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many things um, when it comes to, you know, all the little details, you know, that you you don't think of at first. Um, You think like, okay, I need a photographer, I need a DJ, I need a place to have the wedding. And it's, you know, there's there's definitely other things you got to think about, you know, as far as um, scheduling things and, you know, making sure that you make time for certain things, especially if you do your own decorations, got to make sure you have time to do that. You know, planning it is really, really important. Uh, trying to make a schedule and trying to stick to that schedule is really important. Right. And then do you have any tips or advice for those considering a wedding or a vow renewal at the Four Seasons or maybe just any kind of alternative to Disney? Honestly, I fell in love with the Four Seasons, and we worked with Lori there, and she's just wonderful. She worked with us so well. She really understood our vision, and uh, she really helped bring it to life. And she was just great at correspondence. Any question that we had, she was really quick at responding. Given that she was even pregnant and having a baby, she was still wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she actually had the baby, she had someone in the office, and they knew everything about her wedding, and they helped us, and then she came back, and she was right on track. So she was just so well-organized. So if you get made the Four Seasons, work with Lori. She's just amazing. She'll take care of you, and we were just so grateful for her. And staying at the Four Seasons was just wonderful. We got to see at night all the four views of the parks and the fireworks shows and the pool area was so nice. The service was amazing and uh, we just really enjoyed ourselves there. It's the nicest hotel that we've ever stayed at. (laughs) Yeah, and it's definitely the nicest hotel on Disney property. It's gorgeous. And uh, we, uh, since we got married there, we got the honeymoon suite for free. Wow. Greg and I that night, um, which was nice. And, um, and it was just a big room. And it was, you know, it was so sweet. When we came back to our room, um, they had a beautiful champagne bottle and a little card. And um, they actually had pillowcases made that said Mr. and Mrs. and um, Seuss on the bed, wow. um, which was just so nice. Just the little details just really make a difference at the Four Seasons definitely does that. Wow. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Yes, actually, uh, Regina Hyman, if you go to her blog, she actually did a blog post about us and had some pictures on there. 
So if you'd like to see some of the pictures of our decorations or, you know, some of the beautiful uh, backdrops for the Four Seasons, I would definitely recommend going on um, her website and you can see some of those pictures. And she does have some details about our day, too. That's great. And I will put a slideshow on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com of your photos, too. That would be wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kirsten, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really informative, especially for someone who's looking into getting their own vendors in Orlando, combining a Catholic wedding with a wedding on Disney property, or just interested in how things work at the Four Seasons. So I appreciate your taking the time. Yes, and thank you so much um, for any of those who are considering going to get married in Disney property. It's so worth it. It's so magical, and I would definitely recommend it. And we had a really wonderful day. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>